When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Wizarding World Lorecast, where we're going to take a deep dive into the world and lore of the Harry Potter universe, such as the creatures, the people, and yes, even the magic. Welcome all witches and wizards to another episode of the Wizarding World Lorecast. I am your host, Ben of Tamaria, joined by my co-host, Courier. Courier, how are you doing today? I'm pretty alright. Awesome. So, yeah, Nina uh, is unable to join us tonight. Some unexpected things happen, which is life, unfortunately. But everything's as good from all I understand. So we will have her come back next week. So that is awesome. And I do see you, uh, Bat Knight. Hello. And yes, hello there, General Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> I do a Star Wars show, so you're, there's always going to be some some Star Wars stuff in this show, just a little bit, just a, just a little. Um, but for this episode uh, today, we are going to go over our first character, like deep dive, and that is going over Merlin, who is obviously a very legendary wizard, not only in the wizard world lore, but even in our own mythology with the King Arthur's court. So we all know Merlin as a great sorcerer. He's represented in a bunch of different stories throughout history, specifically King Arthur. We get him in like the source, uh, the um, Sword in the Stone uh, with Disney. And then, you know, we have him in the Wizard World, which we actually get a little bit more about him in Hogwarts Legacy because we have to go around the entire map doing his own trials. Oh, yeah. And it's painstakingly long to do all those trials because there's like a hundred something, I think, or something around there. I've only done like 52% myself. And I'm trying to platinum that game and it's just so much to do. So much. Yeah. Witch's life, Bat Knight. Not witch's fire. Not witch's life. But I mean, you could do that too. I it, tomato, tomato. I guess you could put it that way. Really, it just depends. Uh, but with Merlin and his early life, uh, Merlin was born sometime during the medieval era. During his 
that during his formative years, he attended a Hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry and was sorted into Slytherin House. So this, doing this research, I never would have thought Merlin was a Slytherin of all the houses. I thought he was going to be like a Ravenclaw or something. But he, he was a Slytherin, yeah. which doesn't really have a good rep. Doesn't have a good rep, I should say. Uh, during his time at Hogwarts, he had been responsible for the creation of various puzzles located beyond the Hogwarts grounds. Popular myth that he is a wand was born of English oak, though at his grave there's never been found, uh, nor could that have been proven. And then at some point in his life, Merlin studied for the five secret rooms at Hogwarts that one day be known as the fabled curse vaults and attained an understanding of not only the purpose of their existence, but also the ancient magic surrounding them. Later on in his life, a portrait was painted by, uh, by him, which he educated to speak and act like himself and taught about the vaults so that one hung at Hogwarts, it could advise future residents about them, although his warnings were too cryptic to be much help to find the vaults and breaking the curses. So, obviously, the curse vaults deal with the Hogwarts mystery mobile game. So, your character that you create for the game, you do interact with this portrait because your <coughs> whole entire time in the, in the game is trying to find and break the curses of these curse vaults. So. Oh. And then his later life, at some point in his lifetime, Merlin became a part of the court of King Arthur. Assisting him during his reign, he was also widely believed in by the community, uh, wizarding community that he and his friends with Sir Catagon, uh, uh, which helped him secure a position on the Knights of the Round Table, Merlin also was an expert of user of charms to the point of earning the etiquette of Prince of Enchanters and was vastly opposed to the dark arts, becoming the enemy of Arthur's half-sister, Morgan Le Frey, otherwise known as uh, Morgana, a dark witch. Which, Morgana, I believe... I don't know too much of the mythology with King Arthur and Merlin and all that, but I believe Morgana is in the mythology in our world too, I believe? I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Curry. I don't know if you know or not. Yeah, I don't know that much either. Okay. Yeah. I want to say that she was in actual... You know. It seems familiar. Uh, Merlin further believed that Wizardkind should help Muggles and live peaceably with them. To this end, he founded the Order of Merlin, an organization which promoted Muggle rights, creating rules against using magic on them. Which we do hear a lot about Order of Merlin, uh, specifically in the books, due to the fact that Albus Dumbledore is part of the Order of Merlin because of his great deeds to the wizarding world and his contribution to promote muggle rights. So, like, we you do get a lot in um, Deathly Hollows. The towards the beginning of the book, uh, talking about Dumbledore's life, even a bit in uh, Order or not Order of the Phoenix, Half Blood Prince, about how Dumbledore, 
you he comes from a pure blood lineage and a lot of people thought he was going to be like one of those kind of wizards who treats down on muggleborns and all that but he saw no one no different from anyone else which was great for him and you know later in life so with merlin's legacy in commemoration of arguably the most famous wizard of all time, a stained glass window featuring Merlin's name was eventually fitted into the wall of the school's History of Magic classroom, and the wizard gamot, the judicial body of the Wizards Council, began awarding a handsome golden medal to witches and wizards that distinguished themselves through their service to the wizarding community, and his name even became part of everyday wizarding vocabulary, the popular uh, explanations Merlin's beard and the more unusual Merlin's pants were examples of such. So, you know, you hear that a lot, Merlin's beard. You hear that all the time in the films and in the books because that's just like, oh my gosh, kind of a thing. Or, oh my god. It's, it's exactly that type of vocabulary. Oh. And then Slytherin students at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry took special pride in Merlin, the most famous wizard in history, having been sorted into their house. However, this fact is one that the other houses do not like to recognize. Some of the more prejudiced Slytherins in later history also tended to ignore that the fact that esteemed Merlin was in fact a champion of muggle rights and disdained pure-blood super... Uh, super... chasm... Words are hard. Uh, he doesn't like the whole pure blood ideology. So yeah. it kind of makes sense that, you know, like later generations, some Slytherins don't like that because by the time we get into Harry's years at Hogwarts, a lot of the Slytherins were pro pure blood. And. I can see a lot of them not like acknowledging that part of Merlin. Oh, we had the greatest uh, wizard of all time sorted in our house because we're better than you. And then yet it's on a- the other hand of that coin, Merlin also was like one of the most like kind hearted wizards out there who wanted equal rights for wizards and muggles. Yeah. So. And then, um, let's see, where was I? Oh, Merlin had at least two portraits of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. One was located in one of the walls by the Grand Staircase next to the portrait of an old friend and his real-life counterpart, the fellow courtier of King Arthur, Sir Cadogan, who we all know from the books, Sir Cadogan. Um, if you read the books, and you do see him in the films, he takes over the fat lady uh, when she goes missing during uh, ha- or, or Prisoner of Azkaban. Gosh, my words. And he takes over the common room as the portrait to get into the common room. And he changed the password like six times or something like that. And like he changed it at least twice every oh, week yeah. or something stupid. And that's how Sirius gets into the common room. Is because Neville wrote down all the passwords and everything, and Sirius eventually gets that paper. And Neville gets in a lot of trouble from McGonagall. 
which kind of makes sense. But the other one was found in the Sphinx Clubhouse, uh, which a part is part of Hogwarts uh, Mystery, the mobile game. There's three clubhouses. There's the Sphinx, the Hippogriff, and the Dragon. In 1988, Merlin's portrait offered the residents of Hogwarts Castle advice on the cursed vaults, whether we're trying to free uh, Beatrice Haywood from the painting, explaining that in order to understand the nature of curses placed upon each of them, they first need to know what the vaults had been built to hold, warning warning that this curse was their punishment for abandoning ancient magic, and to the vaults, the people and the people in Hogwarts were the curse. Yeah, um, yay ancient magic, I guess, I don't know. Um, Merlin was immortalized as on a chocolate frog card. Harry Potter found a copy of his card in one of the chocolate frogs he bought on the Hogwarts Express on September 1st, 1991, which is his first school year. And then on July 31st, 1998, the the Daily Prophet published a letter by a reader suggesting a Merlin Remembrance Day to be established. Since, you know, Merlin had a groundbreaking importance in the wizarding world and the community, since, you know, he's he's already immortalized, as is. But, you know, now we need to make a holiday. Because, why not? (laughs) Yeah. But um, before we go into more Merlin, which this episode might be a little shorter than others, so which is happens from time to time because there's not a whole lot about Merlin. Um, we're getting more and more pieces to him thanks to Hogwarts Legacy and thanks to like the Hogwarts Mystery Mobile game. But he's still shrouded in mystery, just like he is in our world. So yeah. Uh, Before we get into more Merlin, we are going to take a quick mid-break and be back in a minute. Alright, welcome to the mid-break where we talk about everything to do with the wizard world but nothing to do with the lore. Uh, I just want to remind everybody we do live stream these episodes on my own Twitch channel, Ben of Tamaria, every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Um, if you want to support the show, best ways to do that is to uh, follow and uh, review us on Spotify and Apple. If you leave a five-star review with some words on Apple, we will read it out loud on the next time on the show. And then if you also want to uh, support us, we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash wizardworldlorecast to where you can get up to ad-free episodes. Uh, there's even a tier to where you can come on uh, once a month on the show to where we can talk about anything that you want. Uh, we can talk about Hogwarts Legacy. We can go over theories. We can go over whatever. Um, other than that, you can also find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net to where we have our own channel for the Wizarding World Lorecast. We have, you know, my other show, Holocron Histories, or even like other shows such as The Witcher, Elder Scrolls, Mass Effect, any you can think of, we probably have it. And I'm also on the Pup Cups Podcast and More Discord 
uh, where with my own, well, my other show, Holocron Histories, not this show, but um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Um, Courier, do you have anything else to add? Uh, that about covered. Just check us out. Leave a review if you enjoyed. All right, well, we will get back into more Merlin. All right, now that we're back uh, from the mid-break, we are going to go over Merlin's portrait with the Curse of Alts. So this is specifically all the stuff we get from the Hogwarts Mystery Mobile game. So, during 1988 to 1989 school year at Hogwarts, Merlin's portrait discussed the curse vaults with his neighboring portrait, Sir Cadogan, and the Gryffindor house ghost, Sir Nicholas de Mincy Porpenton. Try to say that five times fast. Uh, who he confided that the portrait curse was nothing more than a trap guarding the mouth mouth of all-consuming beast in the faceless interloper that had been tampering with the portraits. He also expressed the uh, opinion that if a member of Slytherin House had been running the school, their most their current predicament would never have happened. And for anybody to know, during this game, uh. Dumbledore is headmaster since it is seven years. The game takes place with with the first seven years before Harry attends school. So, yeah, Dumbledore's in charge, and he says if Slytherin was running the school, it would never happen. The last Slytherin who ran the school was the headmaster we have in Hogwarts Legacy, Sir Phineas Nigelis Black. And let me tell you, he doesn't do the job too well. Yeah, he cancels Quidditch just because someone got hurt and it was barely an injury. Whereas, no, like, the hospital wing fixed him up like within that day or the next day. So, and every time you all see him, like, he does really nothing. He just yells at people. Yeah, that's all. It's just, it's just, and he was also deemed by time of like Dumbledore's ascension to headmaster. Phineas was deemed, like, one of the worst, like, headmasters for Hogwarts because he just didn't do anything. <laughs> Hence why he was the last Slytherin headmaster up all the way up till uh, Snape took, takes over the school for that one year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bat Knight, yeah. The, um, that, that quest is awesome. Just saying. Um, Hogwarts Legacy stuff. But anyway, uh, later still, when questioned about whether he knew about uh, a painting that was linked to any of the Curse Vaults, Roland's portrait called a portrait of underground chamber choked with shadow and explained that in the case of the vaults, one curse uh, begets the next. At later point, when Jacob Sibling, which is your character, had a wreck havoc at the school as per the instruction of Peeves, the poltergeist, in exchange for the vault portrait by presenting that the, they were cons- convinced that it was Merlin and not Cadogan K- who defeated the Worm of Wyme. Wim. Why? God, not Worm. Wyvern of Wine. Or Ween. Or however you pronounce that. It's W Y E. We? We? Yeah, Wyvern a wee. Merlin's portrait did not correct them. Instead, when Sir 
Cadogan uh, called upon his painted companion to defend his honor and help him correct the student. Merlin's portrait assumedly pretended to be unable to defend anything other than, than ancient magic and told Sir Cadogan to fight his own battles. So, and as we see, Cadogan doesn't do a lot. At least we get that in the films and the books. He just he just constantly talks and makes random stuff happen. Oh. So, yeah, Cadogan is annoying. You know? But anyway, um, so now we have Merlin's magical abilities and skills. So, obviously, he has ma- magical mastery at the sworn enemy of MS Dark Witch and perhaps one of the most famous wizards in the history of the wizarding world, himself it can be assumed that merlin was one of the greatest wizards in his time ancient magic when it was unknown whether merlin possessed the rare barely to perceive traces of ancient magic and in it gift uh for wielding it like percival rackham or isadora uh, uh morganic um if his portrait rebuked towards the citizens of hogwarts castle in the 20th century for having abandoned the ways of ancient magic was any indication in his life, Merlin himself would have possessed a great understanding of the ancient magic that had gone into the construction of the school, and by extension the fabled Curse Vaults, uh, and was, as every member of the 15th century group of Hogwarts professors known as the Keepers, was later shown to be able to do even absent said rare ability implied that had been able to wield said power himself. So it's loosely said that Merlin could have had one of the inabilities to learn ancient the use the ancient magic that your own created character has in Hogwarts Legacy and as for the keepers. So which is kind of cool and kind of makes sense honestly with Merlin being as, you know, famous as he is and he specifically talks about ancient magic on a regular basis when you talk to him kind of hints towards that he was one of those such wielders. At least in my opinion. I don't know about you, Courier, but I I think uh, Merlin used ancient magic. Yeah, it seems like he would have. So he also had a mastery in charms. Uh, Mer- Merlin's exceptional ability in the field of magic was known to the point he was dubbed the Prince of Enchanters. Uh, he was regarded as a charm specialist. Um, he had good uh, in defense against the dark arts as sworn enemy of the infamous dark witch uh, Merlin would presumably have been well versed in the branch of magic means protecting himself and his allies from any evil doing at the end of Morgan Lafray um, Merlin also had an innate ability with herbology Merlin was implied to have a well well versed in the magical properties of magical plants with the 19th century magical historian Nora Th- uh, Threadwell, who had specialized in Merlin's life, noting that he often referred to mallow sweets in his writings, which we get that in Hogwarts Legacy as well, because that's how you activate those trials, and there's too many of them. Yeah. And then um, for he was also a good duelist. Merlin was also a famously uh, accomplished duelist as he was one point fought in a duel of historical proportions with Morgan 
uh, Morgan Le Fay, an event that was depicted in a stained glass window outside cl- of the classroom 3C at Hogwarts during the ni- 1890 to 1891 school year. He also uh, was good with wandless magic. Merlin was also capable of performing magic without a wand, something that only wizards of superior magical ability was able to accomplish, which we find out in Hogwarts Legacy is not always the case. Because if you go to Wagadoo, which is a one of the larger schools uh, in the wizarding world for magic, all the students there just don't even use wands. That's yeah. right. You find that out from um, Natty, who is a fellow, uh, who is a Gryffindor companion slash friend that you can make in Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, she went to Wagadoo, and she's from Uganda, and she straight up tells you, "Oh yeah, I can, I perform, I can perform magic without a wand." But she gets used to using a wand because she likes the being dramatic, and she likes the dramat, uh, the drama <laughs> style of using magic. And I was like, "Oh, so it's a Brit thing. Interesting." Not saying that Brits are bad or anything. Just saying. Uh, Spell creation? Possibly. So Merlin possibly had a skill in uh, making spells, since some uh, post-its of the Sarmon charm was a creation of Merlin's, although some, as uh, Myrda Goshwick wrote in the Book of Spells, maintain that spell was created in the 14th century by Elizabeth Smudgling, which we did go over that at one point in uh, in earlier episodes. Uh, study of ancient runes, uh, possibly. Merlin may have been skilled in writing and reading a runic, and as a book was handwritten unfamiliar runes and believed to be belonged to him and said to have kept at the head's office in Hogwarts Castle. And divination. Merlin appeared to have some skill in divination as he could view a green dragon inside a crystal ball. As far as if that's like actual divination, who knows? Because divination is like the trickiest of magics to really get a grasp of. So yeah. Ooh. Okay. So in our Twitch chat right now, we have da- uh, Bat Knight, and he asked us wonder which school John Constantine would w- uh, would have went to. That's a good question because John Constantine is completely oh. out there. I don't know. I don't. I doubt Hogwarts, though. I could see him go to Hogwarts because John Constantine is actually a Brit. So, but I don't know. He he felt he favors the dark arts too much. I don't know. Eh, Wagadoo maybe because he he doesn't need a wand. He just casts spells. That that is a good question though. I kind of like that. And then um, Merlin ha- did also have some possessions. He obviously he obviously had a wand. Merlin owned a wand that was unknown length and core, which we don't really know because they didn't go too much info with any of his stuff. But is to believe made of English oak. Though we don't know if it was actually created or bought or anything like that. And we don't know if it was English oak, because his life is surrounded in mystery. Uh, Merlin was also known to have a mysterious book that contains uh, the contents of which were unknown and either potentially mundane or mysterious or even dangerous. It was written in an unknown runic alphabet. He also had a crystal ball, uh, owned a crystal ball which he viewed a green dragon in, so that, that was it. 
and he had his favorite fluffy bathrobe, possibly. Blurnell apparently possessed a fluffy bathrobe that he favored during his lifetime, as it was used to in the wizarding idom long after his death by Jacob's sibling. So, whatever that means. I still need to play a lot of Hogwarts Mystery. The game takes so long to play because it's a, you know, time-based energy game. So you can't just constantly play it and be done with it in like a week. It takes like, oh. it takes like you know, well more than a year to play unless you want to drop a lot of money into the game and beat it as soon as ASAP. <laughs> I ain't doing that. Yeah. So now we have some behind the scenes. Uh, Merlin is a wizard featuring many British legends, although the first appearance under the name uh, Merdin Wyatt, Merlin the Wild, in the Welsh literature as a half-crazed uh, prophet of the forest, which he perhaps the most famous as the central figure in the Arthian legend, uh, which is commonly depicted as the advisor of King Arthur. And then all those seemingly have uh, been purposely omitted due to the lack of revelation relevance to the overall story is very likely that at least some elements of the real life myths would have been carried over by Rowling to her own version of Merlin even though the wizarding and muggle versions on the subject still differed from one another to some extent this further unpinned by the fact that Merlin who according to the Arthian legends uh, was described as a druid that was closely in touch with nature and possessed abilities almost as which were achievable by Rowling's wizarding world these includes a prophetic insight into future events, the ability to shapeshift, change, or modify his own appearance, appear and disappear without notice, control climate, alter one's perception of reality, read people's hearts and true desires. This also includes the power to seamlessly age backwards, which could be explained in the universe if de-aging amulets existed in medieval times. So, yeah, I mean, that's true. A lot of the stuff... Uh, JK made and the things that Merlin was supposedly able to do in myth uh, so prophetic insight okay so he was somewhat of a seer uh, shapeshift or change or modify his own appearance well shapeshifting he could have been an animagus modifying his own appearance there's obviously polyjuice appear and disappear without notice apparition you can just pop and done and gone Control climate, magic, that that's really it. We see that a lot. Uh, perception of reality, read people's hearts and minds, which is occlumency. So he could, like, see through someone's thoughts and all that. De-aging amulets, obviously. So, yeah, a lot of things that we that Merlin supposedly could do is in-universe, which makes sense. Oh. And being that Merlin is such a big in British mythology and J.K. Rowling being British herself makes sense why there's a lot of similarities that she took from that legend and brought them into her own in-universe. So. so some myths claim Merlin to be a druid and or raised among them while yet to be confirmed. Uh, this may have been very the case of in-universe counterpart as the druids respect in veneration of nature and all its beings fits very well with the fact that Merlin not only reportedly was chosen by a wand made of English oak, a wood known to have an affinity with magic with the natural world, it also explains his desire to promote muggle rights, as the British druids were historically 
uh, speaking relatively tolerant of beliefs of others, provided the hints would have discouraged him from adopting a belief in the inherent superiority of pure loads found in the Slytherin house, which have been especially notable if he indeed was taught by Salazar Slytherin himself. Because by the time Merlin went to school, it would have been pretty close to the founding of Hogwarts itself, because it would have to line up with Merlin's uh, being as part of King Arthur's court, which is in the 15th century, so late 1400s, and the school was founded in the early 1400s. So, yeah. And one of the most poss- possible questions in the Sorting Hat quiz of Pottermore mentions that Merlin marked his possessions with a mysterious rune. Since uh, this is j- just a possible answer to a hypothetical question, it's unclear if Merlin actually used the symbol as his mark in historical canon. A Pottermore Features article about what the portraits of Hogwarts do when no one is looking asks us to imagine an ancient portrait of Merlin stopping a student for chat because the boy she likes will be coming down the corridor any minute now. While this is just a hypothetical scenario, there is at least one portrait of the Merlin at Hogwarts shown in Hogwarts uh, Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. And then Albus Dumbledore, an extraordinary, talented, and powerful wizard, resembles Merlin in many ways, such as the iconic long beard and prodigious magical skill. Both were also muggle themposizers, which we obviously that's a full on like visual reference. Gandalf is the same way too, so and Lord uh, of the Rings, same same exact way. Uh, it is unusual that Merlin, one of the most famous uh, proponents of Muggle rights and tolerance, would be placed in Slytherin, a house strongly associated with anti-Muggle views. Although, since he was such an ambitious person with all the plans for the Order of Merlin, is not entirely surprising. Slytherins were not necessarily evil or malicious individuals by default, nor was there any reliable information on whether or not the House of Slytherin actually held the same views in Merlin's time. In addition, one of the lesser-known attributes Slytherin's prize is uh, familiarity uh, in cultivating bel- uh, political beneficial alliances, which would correspond to Merlin's desire to for uni- unity between magical and non-magical peoples. And then, in fact, the entire placement of Merlin at Hogwarts is paradoxical. Hogwarts was founded in the 9th, 10th century, and while the early 9th century was the time the first records of the Arthur myth were written, the actual myth plays around the year 500 AD, meaning the historical Merlin, in fact, predates Hogwarts by roughly 500 years. So that's the other thing. Like, it's... Is it the same Merlin? Is it a different Merlin? Like... Did Merlin already know magic and, like, you know, was our, like somehow immortal? It, I mean, oh. or it, was there another King Arthur and another court or anything like that? So it's a lot of things. It doesn't add up and add up at the same time. It's weird. Like it, like like I just said, it is very. It's a paradox in itself. And coincidentally, Colin Morgan, who plays Merlin in the BBC One's Merlin, was sorted in Slytherin and Pottermore. So, if you ever watch the uh, show Merlin on BBC, uh, which is a good show, by the way, the guy, the the actor who plays Merlin, is actually a Slytherin as well. 
And I was like, oh, that's not coincidence if I don't know one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then Merlin had been uh, in the Sphinx Club when he was at Hogwarts as a portrait of him appears in the clubhouse once a significant rank is achieved. Which is, again, the Hogwarts mystery mobile game. So, that is what we have on Merlin so far. Obviously, there's still more stuff coming out from Merlin as the Wizarding World is getting bigger and bigger. Um, So, we might revisit this at a later date. Who knows? But, uh, is there anything else you want to add, Courier? Uh, I think that about covers it. Okay, sweet. So, um, well, I guess we will see everybody next week. And have a nice one, everyone. And remember, the wand chooses the witch or wizard. Thank you for listening to Wizarding World Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can follow us on Twitter at www.lorecast, and you can email us at wizardingworldlorecast at gmail.com.